0: Good morning. Today is December 9th, 2020. I'm your host, Evan George, and welcome to Bostopia News. And here's what's happening in the news today. Yesterday, Charlie Baker announced a rolling back of Massachusetts's economic reopening in light of the surge of the COVID-19 pandemic. And while public health experts lauded the governor for stepping up restrictions, the vast majority also said that these new measures stop far short of what is needed to blunt the rapid rise in infection and limit the strain on our very, very frail healthcare system. Some of the big highlights, which will start on Sunday, include capacity reduction, Outdoor events are now reduced from 100 to 50 people. Arcades, indoor recreational businesses, gyms, office spaces, places of worship are now being reduced from 50% capacity to 40% capacity. Outdoor theaters... For some reason, i now going from 25%, which were originally 50. In terms of closures, indoor theaters, if you still happen to be playing laser tag, those are closed. Some new guidelines for restaurants. You must keep your mask on at all times, unless you are actively eating or drinking. I'm not sure what that exactly entails or how much time in between sips you will get. Number of people at a table is reduced from 10 to 6. You have a 90-minute time limit. And finally, if you are still going to gyms, you must keep your mask on at all times. Again, these measures by experts are being called maybe insignificant is too hard, but certainly not enough. And I will be very curious if this is the extent of the rollback we experience. Only time will tell. More remote areas of Massachusetts, such as Western Mass and the Cape, are being described as forgotten communities during the COVID-19 pandemic and are struggling to even open testing locations in their communities. While Charlie Baker just announced expanding some testing to this area... No one thinks this will adequately meet the need that exists. In Northampton, people have stood in line for four hours to receive a test, and in some appointment-based sites in Falmouth and Hyannis, are expected to still cost roughly $60 per test, though officials have pledged not to turn away those who can't afford a test. However, without any action at our state house, never mind the federal level, to adequately provide resources for more testing, the signal our politicians are sending us at both the state and federal level is quite simply you're on your own. The Boston City Council is set to vote today on a new rule which would require development projects in Boston to be reviewed for housing discrimination and displacement of tenants before they win city approval, similar to how they are expected to have studies done for design, traffic, and environmental issues. If approved by the council and other city boards, the rules could go into effect early next year. And while since... 1968, the Fair Housing Act has encouraged cities not just to prevent housing discrimination, but to work to reduce it. Anyone who's gone for a walk in Boston knows about the racial segregation of the city itself, along with the massive gentrification, Boston being the third most gentrified city in America. And while I fully support this as a housing activist here in Dorchester, I know that just because we have environmental studies does not mean that we are not still building projects which are harmful to the environment. And a simple study could just become another rubber stamp. But not to hurt your optimism too much, this is a very positive development and will help housing activists fight against luxury developments going into the future. During his press conference yesterday, Charlie Baker said that Massachusetts has enough resources to fight evictions, and no one should really be expecting a return to the eviction moratorium anytime soon. Quoting directly, We have a lot of resources we can put to work at this point. A lot. We have all the money that we put on the table when we put our original proposal together about six weeks ago. And there's a lot of additional money that the legislature put on top of that. And while yes, I believe roughly $170 million was put towards rent relief. There is no one, and I mean no one, who thinks that that adequately addresses the need. And while it is always within the power of the supermajority held by the Massachusetts Democratic Party in the state house to allocate more funding, I expect them to pat themselves on the back and say, we've already addressed that. Boston drivers have been living out to their Fast and the Furious fantasies this summer, with driving speeds drastically increasing. Drivers in the metro Boston went roughly 56% faster from April to July as they did the same time from the previous year, while the national average was closer to a 33% increase, making us one of the top in the countries in terms of just gunning it. And while total miles traveled dropped significantly during this period, roughly 35%, and crashes were also down roughly 40% in this area. I do remember reading that fatalities were consistent, meaning stayed the same. And most experts pointed to, while we were having fewer crashes, because of the faster speeds, the crashes we did have were more deadly. This is all my way of saying, please continue to drive safe. Department of Education here in Massachusetts is still not giving up on the MCAS testing, though they did announce a series of delays and extending the period that the testing will be conducted under. High school seniors and adult test takers will be... Again, taking the exam starting next month, with the testing window extended through February 12th. I guess just giving the schools one extra week to administer the exam. Normally passing the MCAS is a requirement to graduate from high school. However, this has been modified, and seniors who have not passed the test can receive credit through completing relevant coursework, which might be the only server lining in this. I've spoken before about standardized testing. As most educators will tell you, it does nothing but take away from the education you're child is receiving even in a normal year and to put this additional burden and stress and taking away time of instruction on students who have had to do test prep on top of the stress of the past year is cruel and there is no relevant data we could obtain from this and everyone is worse off having to go through it except for the people who sell test prep lesson plans practice tests and data tracking software to these school districts. They are the only winners, and the only reason this test is still being done. And that's going to do it for today's episode. As always... Thank you for listening. Please continue to send me any feedback my way. You can reach me on Twitter at Bustopia News. I also, again, have a one-minute version of this on TikTok, which I gotta be honest, I'm really enjoying doing. But besides that, stay safe. Have a great rest of your day.